Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the GW and Co. Show. My name is Sri, and today I'm joined by Austin as we talk about if Nicolas Cage can finally bring down Carol Baskin, if Tom Cruise's stunts are cooler when they're in space, and if Korg will be in the next Star Wars movie. But before that, just some minor housekeeping stuff. Uh, the website is doing really, really well this week. Uh, we have three articles that recently came out, and they've all been super popular. So if you haven't checked them out, then head on over to greatwhiteandco.com and give them a read. And, of course, we didn't mention it at the last, end of the last episode because we didn't even know exactly to what extent we were going to distribute the podcast. But the podcast is now available on all major streaming platforms, so Spotify, iTunes, and there are some problems with Google Play, but we'll hopefully get that sorted out pretty fast. But with that said, Austin, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good, yeah. Uh, definitely been another week of quarantine, so yeah. just sitting around doing nothing. How about you? What what has this last week been for you? Oh man, it's been it's been crazy. You know, I know I, I kind of mentioned earlier about how the articles have been doing well, but like I did not expect this week to be as big as it was. I mean, we have we had the podcast, the first episode go up, and that's doing pretty well, you know, for being a brand new episode of a brand new podcast. Right. And the articles have all just been like 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 it's crazy to think that. So we're a week into May now. And looking at our statistics, we've tripled in the first week of May our entire April stats. Like, we've blown them out of the water. Yeah, that's insane. Didn't you also get uh, a like on Twitter or Instagram or something like that? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, uh, Alana Pierce, who's from Funhouse, who's, who now works at Funhouse, uh, ran, just ran, I woke up and there's a like on my Instagram and it w- it was from Alana Pierce. I thought it was one of those jokes because it, it you know they happen like all the time where like fan accounts you know right have the exact same wake stuff. up yeah. And so I woke up and I kind of like I saw a bunch of likes and I clicked on it and I was like wait a minute that this one's verified and I clicked on it I was like holy holy shit. So yeah, it's uh it's what was the, what was the post? Week. Yeah, it was Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry. I was sharing some of my trophies that I have for it and uh, just talking about just my general thoughts on the game and whatnot it, it just i don't it was a random post i didn't have it wasn't like you know my most spectacular post but if you don't want to follow it's gw and co but the, the co is zero because it's taken <laughs> yeah someone dude, already you know has crazy? that name dude, no yeah all right this is this is what's crazy so uh yeah well, i've tried to sway you know we try to get the instagram and twitter handle for gw and co right like you've been messaging and, the person well, well, we wanted to get it initially. We just wanted to like type it, you know how you type it and claim it, a uh, username. Right. We were doing that and they both got claimed. Like, well, like, it was like, you can't do this. So we were like, okay, fine. Backspace the O and put a zero. And then I looked it up, like who had it? And it's the same person on both accounts who who had the, the gamer tag, or not the gamer tag, the handle. And both of them haven't been active in four years. Oh, uh, you're not getting that. I had a situation. I've been trying to change because my gamer tag on everything is God Save Me. And I made it when I was young and I hate it now. So I've been trying to just change it to like Perkins the Great. Like something just very basic and plain. 
won't go out of style. And there is a guy on Xbox that owns the gamer tag, has not been active ever. He has no gamer score, oh, nothing. And I contacted Microsoft. I was like, I will give you money to change my gamer tag to this gamer tag right now. And they're like, oh, we can't do that until the next wave of gamer tags are, are released, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, I would like this gamer tag right this moment. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't get. Like there has to the, there has to be something like Xbox has done it once where they like deactivated all the yeah. accounts that like haven't Twitter been active. was supposed to have done it or no was it Twitter or Instagram was supposed to have done it like earlier this this year or like late last year and yeah it just didn't didn't happen but uh, you know I think it's just part of their policies that they try to give you know inactive accounts oh no it was Twitter and I think Twitter also did this thing where so they try to like save accounts where they know that people have passed away in because it's like you know i don't know they just they like preserve their accounts or whatever uh yeah it's just it's it's complicated i, I don't want to and, and the thing that really annoys me is the fact that like the the last tweet this person made and i think the last instagram post was from 2015 and they said hey we're going dark we're not going to use this account anymore wow like, so literally they're like saying, yeah they we're moved. just gonna not so like yeah and i tweeted to their old account and the new account to try to get it back but you know that's not that's you're not getting it there's no way <laughs> there's no way in the world and even even then you're gonna have to like transfer all the content you already have right because it's not like no you can because just... I, all, all, all they need to do theoretically is oh, just, just change it change their gamer ta- or uh... god damn i keep saying gamer tag to change their handle to something else and then i can change mine to that one so but oh well it doesn't matter uh, so what what have you been playing and watching this past week? Uh, I've been playing a lot of, as as you know, I'm I'm a big sports guy. Um, mm-hmm. literally went to school for sports journalism and stuff. Worked in athletics yeah. department. Um, and it makes no sense when you think about it how we became friends. Well, it's because we're both nerdy. We're we're both kind of well, very that's similar. true. But like the fact that like you're a sports journalism major and I'm a like I'm a film major. Like we just. Yeah. Our paths, like, should not have crossed, well, but they did. Well, let's explain our first interaction ever. So we were on this this pop culture show in school, and the first thing, the first meeting that we were planning segments to do, and there was a game show idea where we name uh, the scores of various movies. I'm not a big movie guy, but I was like, eh, I'll do it. I might be good at this. And Sari also volunteers. We don't know each other really at this point. He immediately starts shit talking. Immediately, he was like, "He's like, you, you better go home and start listening to music now, bitch!" Like, he like immediately off the bat. I didn't even say hello to this person yet, and he's already in my face. <laughs> and then we get on the show. He demolishes me, and then the the video goes up Did on I YouTube. Did I put a bucket on your head? I think I put a bucket on your head. I put it on there as a dunce cap. Oh, uh, you. Put... I put it on myself. Yeah, that's what it is. And yep. and so the video goes up on YouTube, and then Sari gets a call from somebody saying, "Why are you bullying this man on yeah. YouTube?" <laughs> yep. And then from that point on, we just had like this natural connection where like we yeah. we just merged well on camera or on podcast. Yeah, I mean there was this like for us because we were in school, we did like each semester was a season of our show technically, and like there was a season. It was where just we were us. In, like, yeah, it was like we were like they had like it was to the point where the next season they're like, yeah, we need to switch up. 
Yeah. You have to like actively not use YouTube because you guys are on every episode. But then it, it became where like people didn't want to do stuff. And then like I would host one segment, you would host another. And then it was yeah. just, it, we wouldn't, it would, just, it would still be us, but we just wouldn't be together. And like it didn't yeah. work as well because I wasn't that good of a host. I was just kind of like, like it just depended on who was yeah, there I, and I the host, energy. I hosted a lot of stuff. Right. Like I think I, I, I'm, I'm fine with starting things. It's just that, you know, it's nice to have someone to bounce off of. Right, that's why corner, 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 corner. I was just about to corner, say, if you have, like, we'll, we'll link it in the show notes because that's something that I realized you can do now. So every episode will have its own show notes. We'll link it in the show notes if you want to watch it. It's it's our college magnum opus. It really is. It, content. Nothing will ever top it. It's going to be Penn State's legacy, honestly. <laughs> that that's what it is. Like they're going, but... they're going to, they're going to, they're going to build a statue of it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just a corner. They're going to build a corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ironically dead smack in the middle of campus <laughs> uh so you're saying sports, oh yes uh, completely went off on a tangent uh, yeah, <laughs> um so this week i've watched the most ridiculous stuff on espn um literally on thursday there was the schedule release for the nfl uh and it was four hours long to just announce schedules because like anything sports is just people are just like hyping it up. They're like, what's that? Like a, a one thing happened. We're going to do a, a six hour segment on it all day. So I I've watched the, the entirety of that. I've played uh, a lot of the sports games. Like I've been playing NBA 2k. Um, basically like I'm on like conference calls and I'm just playing like, Xbox, like sitting there playing basketball. One thing I found funny was, this I, and the, the podcast wasn't created uh, at the time, so I didn't state it anywhere. But I found it funny that when the lockdown happened and all the game seasons were getting canceled, that people were like, "Oh, let's let just have them play the the game version," you know, like go on like NFL players play Madden and have like a like a season on Madden, you know. And I think they actually did something like that for NBA. They did it for NBA and. MLB and they had a minor tournament for Madden. Yeah, and I was like, at that point, that's just that's just esports. Like that's what that is. No, <laughs> you're not playing. No, no, seriously, Madden. it got to the point where NBC uh, Philadelphia, like the local sports channel that hosts all the Flyers games, would just play this. Like they would put up an air on live TV. Excuse me. They put up on live TV. Um, simulated games of whoever they were supposed to play that day so like yeah you can tune absurd. in and it's the flyers versus and, the penguins and they did like uh if i if i remember correctly they did they were doing like post like post game conferences with how you performed like in the game <laughs> and like that's the i don't know it was just i found that really funny that esports for so long have been like the no one right yeah not real sports but then they just kind of switched. To then it, it became the only sport. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy times. And then, uh, have you played anything? Uh, oh, you said yeah, NBA. Right? NBA. That, 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 I've been playing a lot of. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's it. I think I haven't really played anything else. I saw that Jay and Silent Bob has like a new 8-bit game out. And I, I, I'm, really? I was thinking about buying that. On, yeah. on what? On the Switch and, and Steam. Huh, that feels like a like a Switch game. I can see that. Well, it, it's like it was apparently like a um a way to make some money to fund their next game, which is like more uh modern. Uh, it's still mm. like a side-scrolling fighter game, but it's called like Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Cosmic Punch. I think is what it's called. Well, I I have not heard of it, but 
Neither have I. Literally, I, I think I saw something on IGN, like a review, and that's how I, I heard of it. Oh, wow. So, last episode, I said that I was playing Far Cry... No, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry. And I've since then 100% of the game, so I have all the trophies for it. There's no platinum, so I just have the trophies. And I also started Sims, and I platinum Sims. I will say, though, Sims is one... And I haven't decided if I'm going to write an article about it, so I'm going to give a little bit of details on it here. But The Sims 4 on PS4 is one of the laggiest games I've ever played. Like, I'm not even joking. I'll be on the menu screen trying to start or load a game and it'll it'll be laggy. And you know, there's there's a guide for this game and it's a pretty easy platinum if you follow the guide and that's what I was doing. And it should have taken like a day. Like you could have easily done it in one sitting right. but because the game was so laggy, I had to like break it apart into, over the course of three days uh, and then freedom cry was fine i just think that the post game just kind of getting all the miscellaneous stuff just weird i will say though it's really because I, I started writing the review for it and as i sat down i was like i don't know how comfortable i feel because like there's a there's a trophy in this game where you have to free a hundred five hundred slaves and i was like that's just not it just i don't know it just feels weird I mean, it's not like you're it's not like you're enslaving them. I mean, you should, you should feel pretty good. No, you're I a know, good thing. it is, but like I don't know, it just felt weird writing about it. Um, oh, writing yeah, about so, it. Yes, yes. That I'm yeah. sure that would that'd be a like, little like awkward to, to write about. To be like, like, because my complaint was like, it's like you, it's really difficult because you have to get so many, and I was like, I don't think I can complain about having to free 500 slaves like i don't know if that's what if <laughs> oh, oh yeah if you i can i can see how that that's awkward how you're like oh this yeah. is very tedious like freeing all these yeah. slaves like as a gameplay right. mechanic it's tedious but describing the game like it's like i saw someone comment on some video related to this where like you, they're geniuses for making this game because you can't you can't say that being racist <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's what I've been playing. I'm, I, I'm starting a new game, but I'm, I'm going to talk about that next episode once I've actually fully played it or, you know, played a decent amount of it. I'm going to be live streaming after this. I'm not too sure what yet. Yes, um, yes he will. Hopefully we'll get that set up soon. It's either I, I'm leaning probably towards Star Wars, Bioshock, or maybe a third game that I haven't discovered I own yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I go through that all the time where I'll have like, I'll look at my shelf and I'll see all the PS4 games that I play and I own physically, which physical is the way to go but then i'll go on on my digital and i'll just see like oh my god i have i forgot i have call of duty infinite warfare i mean i i've i've been going more towards the digital because you have to download it anyway and like there's just some games i don't want to wait for but yeah i mean i just see oh here's the thing i'll, I'll mention this here because i found this interesting but uh, amazon is actually getting sued because uh, some of the games or some of the movies sorry that people have bought are getting taken offline and people no longer own them and they can't watch them. Wow. And this is one of the reasons why I think physical is very important because, you know, I don't need internet to so, plop in right. a disc that I have and play or watch, you know? And so it's, I think that's just one of the reasons why I've kind of been ingrained in me to collect, like just collect games. And I don't really spend like a shit ton of money on them. I spend like a reasonable amount. It I only pick up what I really care about. It's it's weird because I, I feel like there was another thing about Amazon uh, where they 
put up pre-orders for video on demand movies that aren't out yet so like they've like oh. yeah they like they've essentially said like oh these might be coming out like not to theaters but right to your home so that that like also was another oh. thing that like a couple people were getting upset about there's been a few weird controversies around amazon recently but I don't. I'm not gonna get political and talk about yep, all that. That's up. not me. It's not my job. And then for watching, I ha I'll tell you what. I had a terrible track record this week for watching because I I started but didn't finish three movies. What movie? What movies? Because you know how like you know you're in the mood to watch a certain thing. So like, on Monday I was in the mood to watch a good bad movie, and so I started watching this movie, and it was just bad bad, and I couldn't make it past like ten minutes. What was it? What what and what, what all, and what uh, constitutes good bad? Are we talking like the room? Good bad is like what would you say? Like the room? Yeah, well, it's something that's like poorly executed, but like it's like you can still laugh at it. But then there's like a point where it's just, but like it has to be over a certain criteria, you know? Like like Blue Dream in the Blue spectrum Dream is what you're describing. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Blue Dream on air. Um, <laughs> But like so, like in my opinion, like so, if you have like if you put make a chart from left your left hand to right hand, right? If you spread it out, right? And like say like left side is like the best movies, and then the in the middle is like average. As you go more to your right hand, it will go like bad movies, really bad. And then if you go past that, is when it gets good bad, where it's like so bad that you can laugh at it, you know? Right. And like this was just like poorly made. Like this was just bad, so I couldn't finish. And then I was like, you know what? I want a good movie started watching a good movie that I had had 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb and I started and I got halfway in it and I was like I need to go pee and I went and I came back and I was like I have no interest in finishing this movie <laughs> and then there's a third movie uh on Thursday I was like I want a good stunt movie you know like a good like action people getting real real hits I'm, I'm only assuming knowing you that you probably watched Mission Impossible no no, I didn't. I've I've watched, I did think about it. I had I it was on Prime and I hovered over it. But no, um it's a movie called Commando and not not the Arnold one, but I was excited cuz the movie started and there's a there's a a warning in front of the movie saying that all the stunts in the movie were performed without green screen or lines except one. There's one stunt that they had to use line work for. So don't try this at home. And I was like, "Holy shit, like that that, that I was like this is exactly what I want, right?" Right. I start watching the movie. Man, it is some of the most poorly shot action I've ever watched. Well, I mean, it's like it's it's all by like itself. The They're actually doing camera it. Camera just like starts shaking every time that like something remotely interesting starts happening. And I'm like, this is what I came here for. Why are you preventing me from watching the things that I want to watch? So yeah, I'd needless to say, I didn't finish that movie. I didn't. I don't think I even made it halfway into that movie. Did you see that uh, Warner Brothers? on uh yesterday yesterday night at like nine o'clock made john wick free to watch yes it, yeah and th this is something that i was gonna say like last episode or uh, yeah last episode i said make sure you're keeping your eye out on you know youtube because they're streaming out a bunch of these free movies because last week it was la la land so yeah this week it was john wick john wick uh, and I, I i'm interested to see what next week is but yeah yeah it seems cool. it seems like they're doing it every friday or so so mm -hmm. I mean, that's good because it's like the perfect day. Everyone's like unwinding from the week and you just come in and watch it. I mean, it's when like people would ideally watch movies in theaters anyway. And this way they can kind of keep movies on their head, like on their mind still, you know, without like, oh, I guess I'll just sit around and not do anything for. Right. For the Friday rest of the night. I'm not going to. Yeah. 
it's smart. I mean, it's kind of it's keeping movies on the the forefront as much like in in on the news, I guess, as much as possible. Speaking of news and things we've watched this week, the Xbox conference. I, for one, am very disappointed in it. Um, mm. I don't like it. I, 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 they actually had to come out and publicly apologize for getting people's hopes up too much because they yeah. promised all of this like new gameplay and stuff like that, which we got bits and pieces of for each game. But the most mm-hmm. importantly was like, oh, the check out Assassin's Creed on the Xbox Series X. You didn't get gameplay, and people are mad. People were, were yeah. actually outraged at the fact that they shortchanged everyone on the Assassin's Creed trailer, which was at the end of the entire conference. So you watched the entire thing to get to this gameplay of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and you did not get it. I'll tell you what. Before this, I actually want to take a second to talk about how the difference between Xbox last gen and Xbox this gen is because I don't know if you remember but when Xbox was announced they like did Xbox One was announced they did every wrong step that they could have like they the Xbox when it was announced and the Xbox One now is like vastly different because there's like you couldn't share your games you had to always be online Uh, when you put in a game it was like locked to your system so even if you had the disc like you couldn't give it to someone else I remember that yeah and uh, they also wanted to make it like a DVR system. So like it was like a all-in-one platform, whereas like PlayStation was like, we're gaming, like this is what we're here for. And, you know, Sony ran away with it. Like I remember there's a video that happened backstage at PlayStation's conference where it was two of the PlayStation executives and they were like, oh, this is how you share a game on the PlayStation 4. And it was handing, it was one of them handing the game <laughs> case to the other. And yeah, it was it was like, Xbox just seemed like light years behind PlayStation, but now they've really caught up. You know, the sales have been great for the Xbox One, and and like obviously for this upcoming generation, they've been really proactive in like getting ahead of PlayStation and making sure that everyone knows like this is what our console looks like, this is our controller, uh, these are our games that will they're available. But I think in part of doing that, they rushed into this mini press conference slash xbox direct if you will right and my my first knee-jerk reaction when it happened was this was this is disappointing i think i texted you that actually yeah right after it ended i was like this is disappointing because it was i mean it it didn't show anything really unique um most of the games that were shown were from third parties which I don't care about because the third parties you're more than likely going to be able to play on the PS5 or whatever console at that point. So, I mean, the the main pushing, like the main thing I was excited about was that we're going to see what Xbox exclusives we're going to get, what Xbox Game Studios is doing, because that was the big question mark in terms of, of like this period between Xbox One coming out and the Xbox Series X coming out is they've gradually built up this game studio to try and compete with what Sony puts out as exclusives. And we saw really nothing. So it it was just really disappointing. And there actually was an article I read today in terms of like how Xbox is going to do in terms of um, the release of the new Xbox console. And the article said that Xbox or Microsoft rather is poised to actually make the console $400, therefore taking a $100 cut on each console, like the PS4 did 
uh, the last console because PS4 can't afford or Sony can't afford to do that again. So basically, they're going to flip the script, make the Xbox Series X cheaper than the PS5 and basically run away with the consoles at the start. And then, of course, there will be some sort of um, like middle ground that they'll meet in eventually, like like what's happening now. That's smart. But I mean, I will say that regarding this inside Xbox gameplay look, whatever it was called. Yeah, inside inside Xbox. While I was like super put off by it initially, after two days, I went back to it and to like, you know, write, write down all the games on it and I rewatched it again and I don't hate it as much as I initially did. And I think it's, I don't know, I think it's part of the reason and this is definitely on Xbox as well because they released so much hype pre-release you know they were putting out like posts like daily or you know every other day saying hey we're two days away from the made big event and they had a countdown on their instagram story and it was just like a lot of excitement that i was expecting like a one hour video or you know stream that was just full of like world premiere you know like the yeah the generic would, would you get you got a couple of them but the 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 few that were on there weren't anything i'm like oh yeah like that's that's awesome like i want to get that like there, there wasn't yeah, anything mean, especially most like of that. them are world premieres on the actual video it's just that I, th- I don't think enough of them could really sell the game or the console to me i think that was the big thing i don't think any of these are games that i would necessarily be like okay now i need an xbox one I think oh, I'm sorry. God damn it. Xbox Series X. I think what they need to do is they need to go more in detail of how this smart smart connection or whatever whatever it's called, the um upgrade for free is gonna work. Because I'm so put off by it that like I don't want to buy any games until I have the next generation console. So like I like I don't know exactly how it's gonna work and that uncertainty to me is like is like keeping me away from buying games like i'm I'm planning on not buying cyberpunk be for xbox one or any other console because i don't know what that what that like how does it work like it just says that you'll always be able to play the most up-to-date i think they did a similar thing last generation like from ps3 to ps4 as well there's a few games where if you bought them you would get the next gen version for i think i don't think it was free but i think it was like five bucks or something you get paid like a little bit of a boost and you get the next gen game for free as well yeah i'm not entirely sure i i think it's simply that if you end up getting a a game and it and then you get an xbox series x for example and it's in your library you can then just play it again or you know you just have it on the Xbox Series X, but I don't know if it's digital only or anything like that. So right, because there's there yeah, no nowhere stated that it. Oh, if you buy it digitally, you get a free upgrade for the Series X. So if I buy a physical copy of um, Madden or Cyberpunk or or Assassin's Creed, like any of these games that are coming to that that smart, uh, I don't even know what it's called. Honestly, it's that. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's smart it's something. Smart play. Smart something play like I think no. Smart play, we'll go with smart play. I think that might be it. But, like, there's nothing stating that it has to be a digital copy. So if I buy a physical copy, what's stopping me from just lending that to my friend, let him play it for a day, and then he gets it free for the Xbox Series X? Yeah. I mean, it's it's confusing. I don't know, you know, I don't know necessarily how they would be able to translate all the physical sales into digital 
free editions, you know? Right. Maybe it's like maybe there, there'll be a code inside, and only one person can redeem that code. That's what my that's, my friend said. And if smart. they do that, I'm fine with it. That makes total sense to me. I understand it now. Mm-hmm. But they have not yeah. explained this process, and it's very off putting because I, I, I as a, a pretty big video game player, do not want to buy video games right now because I, I'm legitimately scared when I upgrade that all of this money is going to go to waste. Because well, not go to waste because I could still play them, but. But like I want to be able yeah. to play them for the long haul, not just for these next six months or so until the next console comes out. So now we're gonna take a look at each of the games individually. There's not too many, so we didn't like we were debating on whether we should tackle them all at the same time. But I think there's enough, just enough, where we can talk about them individually and just kind of give our opinions on it. Starting with the first game that opened the show, Bright Memory Infinite. Bullet Storm. Woo. See, I yeah, I had impressions of Titanfall because I joined the conference a little late, so I like came like right at the start of this, and there was no like introduction. I didn't see any, you know, title cards, so I was like, wait a minute, is this the next Titanfall game? But that doesn't make any sense because, you know, they're working on the new Star Wars games, so I was just really confused. But no, and then I like as soon as the samurai swords and the weird gunplay came out, I was like, this is like, I guarantee you that that there'll be articles or talking about how this is the dark souls of first person shooters or whatever it is you know they'll make up some nickname for it but yeah this game looks interesting i don't know if it i don't know if it sold me on xbox one x i think of all the games i think that was the one i was most excited about i mean it looks interesting and if i remember correctly in the conference they said this was developed by one person at a studio really Uh, if i yeah if i remember correctly i think they said something about it being developed by one person on the team, so it, I mean, it looks looks cool, and uh, they have they have their kind of aesthetic that they wanted, and I think it's a cool concept of making a I don't know like a a first person shooter game with like boss mechanics, kind of like how Doom is, but like you know they also have the sword gameplay in there as well. So, and they have the leash thing that they had that he had him use. So, yeah, I mean it's it looks cool. I I think it's actually one of the cooler games on here for being something that I never almost like never heard about right or you know I never expected so yeah it was cool yeah I agree I mean I, like I said it reminded me a lot of bolt storm I enjoyed bolt storm a lot um I'm pretty sure you even did a playthrough of it um on one of the channels correct yeah I don't did not finish because of problems that all uh, there was an hour and a half of gameplay that got corrupted nice and so it was like could either go back and play through that all that again or just give up maybe not yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so i like i'm sure you liked bullet storm as you played through it like it, it's yeah it, I mean, it's, it's fun it's balls to the wall right like, just it's it's outrageous it's it's in the same respect as like how people enjoy doom but i feel like it's better i think i, I would compare it i'd compare bullet storm more to like duke nukem yeah i mean duke but, nukem like, is the perfect example because it, it's like they literally even had Duke Nukem in the game as an add-on. Dude, I remember completely off topic. Well, not entirely off topic, but when Duke Nukem Forever came out, uh, my friend was like super excited for it, and he had, he was like he pre-ordered it on the 360, and we went to get it like on the 360. The GameStop was right down the road, and we went picked it up, and that was one of the worst games I've ever <laughs> played. That game was just so bad like it was just there's nothing 
there's no structure. It's like offensive for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> I have no point with the I, game being offensive, but like it was just badly offensive. I remember me and my brother talking about it as it was like released or announced or whatever. And he's like, the only reason you bought Duke Nukem before is because it was the only way you could see some boobies. I was like, fair <laughs> enough. Anyway, back to the back to the topic. Next game on the list is Dirt Five, which I'm gonna be honest, looks really cool. I think the trailer was well made. Uh, and it kind of looks like the uh, for a minute before it was announced that it was dirt that I was like, is this the next Forza? Because that makes sense that they'd have a new Forza game for that's what I thought too. The next Xbox, right. but no, it, this is dirt. They have a lot of dirt in it. <laughs> if you watch again, there's there's shots of dirt. There's at least so they, five dirts. Yeah, there's several dirts. Um, so yeah, this is a pretty cool looking game that I'm not a big racing guy. Like I don't not in love with racing games. The only ones I really like are kind of the Need for Speed, like, open-world racing games, and I don't think this is that. I think this is more of a course, like a track racing game, but it still looks visually great. And I think last last month on PlayStation, I think Doom, or not Doom, Dirt, Dirt, Dirt was free. free, yeah. Yeah, one I think Dirt Rally 2 or something, but yeah. So, do you have any other thoughts on Dirt 5? See, here's the thing, is that all racing games kind of suck. Uh, if I'm just being honest, uh, <laughs> I'm not a big racing fan. Uh, I was a big fan of like Need for Speed on like the PlayStation 2, like uh, Need for Speed Underground. I, I remember mm-hmm. playing a bunch, but like that's it. Like honestly, I I get the same kind of amusement out of a mini game driving in a different game than I do an entire driving game. So I would just rather go buy Grand Theft Auto or something and just drive around on that than I yeah would playing a a driving game. Yeah, I think that's me too. I think, well, I have I'll have like periods of times where I'm like, man, I really want to play a racing game, but I don't gen- generally like racing games, so I don't have any just like sitting in my backlog, you know. But from when I do play them, I have a good time. I actually just wrote a review last month on Asphalt Five on the Nintendo Switch, and it's free. It's just you can download it, and I had a lot of fun with it, but like I haven't gone back since just because I've been busy with other things. You know what? You know so, what I take that back. You know what? Faces. You know what I enjoyed? Have you played the crew? Yes. The crew is yeah, good. The crew is really good. The crew is good. And I've heard the second one's better because they improved some stuff, but I haven't played it myself. I didn't, I didn't buy either of them. I the it was like free for a month on Xbox, so I uh, I went I and like downloaded it for that like month of gold. And I, I mean, I played a good bit of it though. I, I like, I enjoyed well, crew, crew. You can switch between different vehicles, or is that the second one? I mean, I think you can take it to like an auto body shop and like upgrade and like change out stuff. No, no, because no, I think in Crew Two, I actually want to look this up because I think in the Crew Two they like expanded it so you can like play as like yes, yeah. So I think it's Crew Two. You can not just drive cars, but you can fly. You can have boats. Uh, there's motorcycles, etc. So you can there's like a lot of variety in it. So yeah, I mean I I so like there's I like the crew. guy mowing his lawn in the background. I don't know if you can hear. I it, cannot like, hear like, it. Pumping it like he's like doing like, and it's just so annoying. It's cool. <laughs> it's like a persistent because my cat's playing with one of its toys and just rattling this bell that's inside of it. So <laughs> I can't I can't hear that. So there so you go. Great. The next game is Scorn, and this game looks weird as hell and then like the whole thing i think is really well done because it like was very unnerving and uncomfortable i don't know have you seen uh, i'm guessing you've seen scorn scorn reminded me of that alien movie i watched 
right, it actually reminds <laughs> me of Alien, not the I, I know, Alien I know. you watched. But yeah, and it has like the same details, like the way like the machines look and the 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 phallic designs of it. I don't I don't know how you describe it, but yeah, I think it's H R Geiger, H H Geiger, something Geiger, that he's the one that designed the the look of the alien, and this is looks like alien, but like the entire world is like just that design and there's you know it's just really weird <laughs> i don't know how to describe it other than weird. we don't know what it is I think, like i think that's what it yeah i don't know if it's a first person i don't know if it's it, it, you know, there's not it really could be gameplay. a a third person survival horror game like we we don't know <laughs> yeah I, it looks weird it looks interesting i'm excited to see more though because i think they've they've caught my attention with this and i want to see where they go from here i agree i mean i i it definitely piqued my interest. Uh, it's definitely rememberable. Um, yeah. and I think I think it's just memorable, not rememberable. Rememberable, you know. You don't you don't, you don't just memorable it. Yeah, you rememberable it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was certainly that. You do it twice. The next, the next game. I don't know how to say it. Do you want to give it a crack? Corves. I don't know what that is. But it's the space flight game with really really good graphics. It looks like. Star Fox, but like, of course, better graphics and like, like not a fox. Graphics. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that's a way to describe. <laughs> that's a that's an interesting way <laughs> to describe it. It's yeah. like saying it's, it's <laughs> that's it's what it Dirt is. Five, Dirt Five is like Call of Duty, but without the guns and in some cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Star Fox yeah. without the fox. It's just Star, you know. Corvs uh, looks cool. I think visually is really really. I think just captivating because like the the woman in the trailer like the detail on her face and like the hair was like insane and yeah i think the game itself looks cool i don't really i don't care for it care for these yeah. kind of games uh the, like i've never actually i don't think i've ever played one of these games or i don't think i've ever paid for one of these games i've played like demos just to try them out but i've never gone out of my way to play something like that and if you're interested in that kind of stuff, I'm sure it's going to be like this is your next game that you're looking forward to. But I just didn't captivate me. The only only way a game like that is like really cool is if it's in VR. So, oh, that's true. But like, I've, I've as played of, a VR game like that, but I can definitely see it. But as of right now, uh, Xbox has not announced any VR capability. I'm I'm still disappointed at that. I think it would be really cool. That's true, actually. I've been thought about that, but yeah, I would have I would have imagined that they have at least kind of. You know, hint at something. Imagine, imagine Halo Infinite VR. Uh, I don't know about that. But I'm just saying, imagine that. Like, imagine how crazy people would go for that. Yeah, I mean, it's VR is a risky. I think there's several. The only games that I've seen that really hit home with VR is like Resident Evil. Yeah. But even then, from what I've heard, Resident Evil Seven on VR is like a slightly different experience if i remember correctly well, but I, well, i'm not entirely sure the way my brother described it was um you hear what happens and then you see it so you're not as surprised as like you'd think uh, because there's like a, a delay with the with the equipment so it's it's slightly hmm. off but if it, if they can calibrate it he's like that would have been the greatest thing ever yeah i'm sure it'd be terrifying if it was like everything kind of worked perfectly next game is something that i'm sure you're excited about eh. You'd be surprised how, how how excited I am about it. The, is that is that a good excitement the, or bad excitement? The trail. What was that? 
They gave no details. They somehow Again, managed yeah. to waste a minute of my life and gave me nothing. It was yeah. So if you don't know, I, I doubt you do know. The guy who was there uh, talking the entire time was Kansas City Chiefs quarterback and like mm-hmm. ridiculously he famous himself, Madden yes. 20 cover athlete Patrick Mahomes. And he managed to give no details on the game. The only like like call to the new game was like, it's not only about what you hear. It's about, it's about what you about feel. what you feel. What the fuck does that mean? It's always been like I mean they've always done that even like for the last few Madden games there'd always been like Are you shooting me up? Am I game. about to get am I about to get drafted in the NFL? What does that mean? That'd be crazy. I mean with the current state of NFL, maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe it's a recruitment, maybe, you know. Maybe yeah, maybe they'll recruit you to play as someone else. Yeah, you know, if you, if you go in <laughs> if you go in lead a team to the Super Bowl, like, hey, this guy got some jib on him. Sign him. Yeah. Next time there's a quarantine, you're you're the go-to guy. I didn't care for anything that I saw. I also like I expected to see gameplay and the fact that they just had like a retrospective of like all the old games and then kind of panning over to the new games and I was just like I didn't really They had like that 10-second render of Patrick Mahomes scrambling out of the pocket and yeah. reaching for the pylon which i'm only uh, assuming is what they were alluding to in terms of like a new feature because that's nothing that they've had before but it's a very common practice in the nfl is you reach like you, like you reach the ball out so I, I don't even know how that mechanic would work as someone who like plays madden a lot but we'll see i as mean someone who doesn't play madden a lot i i, I also don't know how that works but we'll we'll see no interest in finding out it doesn't matter i will buy the game i'm one of those idiots yeah. that will buy it every single year because i mean i'm stupid yeah that's the power of ea and and their the sports games sports empire i'll say that they created with fifa and madden and uh, what else is that it i thought they did one more ea does anyway. hockey football and soccer yes hockey uh-huh so yeah it's it's crazy i mean they have a lot of pull power to kind of bring it in and i'm sure that's one of the reasons why they threw threw it in here because i don't think they had any gameplay ready for for people to watch uh which i also do want to say that a lot of the games had like warnings in front of it or at the bottom saying like this isn't real gameplay but this is what we'll expect the game to look like right it, it would say like uh game rendered through system like xbox series x or something like that it's not actual gameplay I lost train. I lost my train of thought of what I was going to say there, but Madden is a game that's coming out. I've lost completely. Lost my train of thought. People, so let's just move people on. People are going to buy it. it. It doesn't matter. It's Madden. They could have showed nothing. I would have bought it in August. It does not matter. Yeah, I mean, it has a. They have a lo- like you're talking about Call of Duty having a loyal fan base. Like Madden and FIFA, like they're consistently like. There was a point in time where I would buy two football games a year. <laughs> I would buy NCAA football, which hopefully they're bringing that back, and Madden. I would buy them consistently within a week of them being released. That was me with Call of Duty. I mean, call, uh, uh, same thing with Call of Duty. I, like every year, I'm like, I'm not buying it. And then my friends like, Hey, it's a pretty good game, though. I'm like, Oh fuck, I guess I'm buying it. And that's why I like I finally got around to playing some of those games on my backlog that I've realized that I've had and I've never touched before. And I'm like, in order to kind of get me to play those games, I'm, I'm, I'm I literally have the whole series of articles coming out called for the first time, which is playing a game for the first time. So the first article for that is black ops four. I finally played black ops four. So if you want to check it out, you know, at the website, cheeky plug, great one But 
Next game is Vamp... Alright, I don't know how... I don't know what this title is, but I, I just wrote it out what I saw. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. I don't remember the first one coming in. <laughs> I, I don't know the first one. But with that said, this game was was cool. I, I dug it. I thought the gameplay that they showed at the end was like really, really sick. I think it was just like one of those um, Dishonored kind of games. It reminded me of something like Dishonored. And yeah, it looks cool. I just don't know where the first one is or when it came out. <laughs> like it could have been 20 years ago. It could have been two years ago. You know, I don't know when the last vampire the masquerade bloodlines came, came out i think i think they're remastering the first one too because it said like both titles to what, to what system i don't know they really gave nothing like you know what i'm gonna look it up what the power of the internet vampire you can keep you can keep talking but but like at first when like it started off with like these people being like hung by like their mouths with like string around a christmas tree or whatever oh this poster is very interesting it came out in 2004 November 16th. Okay. Oh my god, I remember this game. <laughs> you remember it? I, I have to yeah, I have to look I, it up now because I don't I remember this. I've never heard of this game before in my life. It's it's a weird one, but I, it's one of those like yeah, you'll you'll see it when you see it, but yeah, I've, I definitely remember this game. Holy shit, that's crazy. Looks cool. Uh yeah, I'm excited to play this new one. I, I think the gameplay like I said, I like Dishonored and I like the games that they've made, so Oh, it's twenty dollars on Steam. If anyone is interested, twenty dollars. But it, I'm sure it's very outdated by by at this point. Yeah, it's like a it's like a RPG where you play as a vampire. If I remember correctly, what it, is what it was. Well, I mean, that's what the little bit of stuff that they showed us also showed. Yeah, yeah, it, and again, I I think the gameplay looks interesting and visually it's pretty go cool. It also has like. Yeah, that the thing with the people being hung by the by the mouth really threw me off. I was I, I didn't know what to expect. I was so I was watching on my phone, so like it, it may have just been the way it looked. But at first, I was like, "Oh, these look like the like rag dolls from like Gary's mod." I was like, "Is this like a uh, Gary's mod game?" I was like, "It's kind of fucked up to start no, the trailer like lie. this." When the first it started for the first time, and you saw the man in the the suit. Yeah, I thought it was like a Valve game. Yeah. So I'm I, and, I'm glad I'm yeah, not the only one that thought that then. No, yeah, but no, it's something completely different. It reminded me of some, of, of a game that I'm not going to compare it quality wise, but I played it on my old channel when I was you know making videos by myself. It was called I think it was called Dark, and it's like the it's a game where he plays vampire, and it's one of the glitchiest and buggiest games I've ever played. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was it was a mess. But it reminded me of that because it's like very similar. Like you have to you know play as a vampire. You have all these powers. But I think that's third person game if I remember correctly. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I have to say about vampire. I, I think I'm gonna actually. I, it does look interesting. I do think I'm gonna get it because it looks cool. I don't care. Like, it's another game. Like I, I watched it. I was like, okay, that exists in the world. Like show me something I care about. It's going to apply. Like there, there's going to be a group of people in this world that are beyond excited for this game. And like, yeah, I love those kind of games. I, Sixteen years. For this I game. love the cult followings of games. Recently, like I said, me and my girlfriend gotten gotten the Deadly Premonitions. So mm -hmm. I, I'm not knocking anything. I I hated Deadly Premonitions for the first like half hour that I played it because I thought the dialogue was stupid, and then I I came to love it because it was so stupid. 
The next game is Call of the Sea. This game, again, I think it looks really sick. Uh, visually and just the sound and the music, I think it just looks cool. It reminds me of... Sea of Thieves. Oh, that's that's true. I was going to say something like Firewatch. And by the way, when I compare games, I'm not trying to like say one... Like I'm not going to be like one's better than the other or anything. It's more of just like trying to connect something right. that I'm looking at to something that I've actually like right. played myself. So yeah, it reminds me of Firewatch and that kind of quaint little story that really kind of grabs you for you know maybe two three hours or something or maybe like five hours but not like but it's something that can like you can really kind of have fun with and get lost in while you're playing it for the few hours that it is it, it looks exactly like sea of thieves to me that's that's all i thought the entire time was just was just sea of thieves sea of, sea of thieves sea of thieves and like like i i honestly thought it was about to be just an add-on or uh like a update or something for that I didn't even think it was going to be a separate game because it doesn't look, it doesn't look like a $60 game or a $40 game. I mean, it couldn't, like, we don't know what the price is, but I will, it actually reminded me even more, which the reason why I said Firewatch is because of the color and the art style and everything. But the game that it really reminded me of, like right as I started watching the one that like where my mind went to, you probably haven't heard of this game or maybe you have, but it's called Song of the Deep. Yes. And I've heard of that game. Yeah. It reminds me of that the the general emotions of that game, the general kind of feel of that game with the way it's like about the sea and it's this kind of small story that's very personal. I don't know if, I don't know if you've played Song of the Deep, but it's I I think it's a cool game. Like it's has some great music and it's a very personal story from the developer to the the I think the game director and writer made the game as kind of a a gift or an homage or I don't know how, what is it um he made it as a tribute for his daughter maybe is that a way to put it yeah yeah so yeah that that's the general feel of the game so it reminded me of that again I don't know how the game will actually be when it finally comes out we saw like glimpses of gameplay here and there which I don't even know if that's gameplay or it's just like pre-rendered cutscenes you know it's essentially um do you remember a show called H2O it was about like a, a couple girls that were actually like mermaids oh yes uh-huh. it's that it's that but video <laughs> game h2o the video game hot commodity there you go it's gonna be a hot commodity right there hot commodity h2o, H2O, H2O call of the sea the next game is the ascent which this is the game that i think the most gameplay for was shown this was the uh the side scrolling shooter or the a twin stick shooter the, yeah the, it's the twin stick yeah. shooter that's like Right as it started, I thought it was going to be like cyberpunk because the cuts, like the cutscenes and the detail, looked awesome, insane. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not really a big twin stick shooter guy, but like the general atmosphere this game has with like the music and the colors, just really, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'm not a twin stick player, but like this might have sold me on playing this one game once because it looked really cool. I'd agree with that. I'm not, I'm not typically one to play those type of games, but it, it did look beautiful. I don't think I have anything else to say about it. So let's I have nothing else to, to say about one. it. <laughs> yeah, let's just go over the next one, The Medium. This one looks really sick. I'm 100% going to play this game. So, uh, you know what mediums do? They have premonitions. And uh, the one oh my the God. one in that game looked pretty deadly. God damn it. I don't know why I don't know how you, why you tied that in. What I do, especially when I'm like looking at games, um, is now like I think oh would my girlfriend like this as well because I'm trying to find stuff that we can play together, and oh, that's she likes a very specific type of of game, 
So mm. this was immediately what, what like I, I connect that to because I was like, okay, it looks like it it more likely is going to be a third person game just because I yeah, I feel like this I kind of so. mechanic or like kind of it reminds story. me of Control if you've seen Control. Yes, I've seen Control. Yes, uh, that's yeah, that's a relatively like that. new game, right? That's like a year old. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it it just makes sense that this is going to be a third person game and you just play through as a medium that's trying to stop the end of the world, I believe is like the basic concept or the basic gist that I got out of it. The game overall has a really clean aesthetic and like we com- we said control earlier, I think that's the best way to describe it. It looks like control, but with like more psychological horror feel to it. And I'm like I said, I'm going to buy it. I think this is cool. I agree. It's a game that I would really play and I, I like these psychological horror games as much as I suck at them. So definitely going to play it. I agree. I, I think out of all the games that's aside from Madden, I think that's the one that's most of a lock for me to get. Like I'm, I'm going to be getting the medium. Oh, yeah. high praise. So that's like the second well, on your list right now. I, I, I wouldn't even call it second. Cause Madden, it, I'm going to get Madden. It could, it could literally be awful. So it's like, might as well not even, but yeah, like that's not even, uh, that's not even a thing. Like uh, yeah. Madden's going okay. to be purchased. So this is top, it's top of the list. I, right now, it's the medium, and then Bright Memory is probably right under that uh, for all these games. Then we have Scarlet Nexus, which I'm going to be honest, this is not the kind of game that I would play. They seem to have revealed quite a bit of gameplay and stuff from it, but this is just not the general kind of style of games that I play. I know there's a huge audience for it, you know? I think there's a huge market for these specific type of games. I think there is a game on the Switch that came out. It's called Astral Chain, and it reminds me of that. And uh, yeah, I know Astral Chain did really well. I think there was a huge community around it. I just didn't really think it was for me. I mean, Bandai Namco is known for these type of games, though. Yeah. So like, this is their style. They're, so. they're, they're, they're going to sell like crazy this game. Like, so I, I can see the appeal. I can see why people enjoy it. But I'm with you. It's not typically something I would play. Yeah. Next game is Second Extinction. Now, here's the thing. I said earlier with Bright Memory Infinite that I was like, this is feels like Titanfall. When this game started, the gameplay for this game started, I was like, oh my god, this is this is the next Titanfall. The dinosaurs. Or at the very least, that it was going to be the next like Apex Legends uh, expansion pack, because I know Season 5 of Apex was starting soon. Yeah, I think you're right on but Season 5. weirdly enough, and all right, here's, here's, I'm going I'm to say that I, I'm going to give myself credit for this, but I found out later that the game is actually being developed on the same engine as apex oh, so there you go makes sense for why it looked very similar but yeah i thought this game looked cool i i'm not a big fan of the arc survival whatever that game is yeah but this game i think would be cool to play with like you know two friends because i think it's three players max just kind of playing around like exploring this landscape that they've created and surviving from dinosaurs it's unusually bloody i didn't expect it to be so like <laughs> when the first shotgun pump went out like the dinosaur just explodes. Yeah. So I was a little thrown off, but no, it looks cool. But I know you said you didn't like it that much. See, I there there's there's kind of a how much I like it and if it's for the right price, I'll get it. This is one of the, the games that if it's twenty bucks and two like like you said, two of my other friends are getting it, I'll buy it. But I, I will not go out and purchase this myself to play it by myself. This is only something I will play with my friends, uh, and I will not overpay for it. That's fair. I mean it's one of those games where I'm sure a lot of people, will, like one person, will have like bit the bullet and got it because it looks cool, and then they'll convince their other friends to get it. Right. That'll kind of expand the market. 
so yeah I, that's what it is i'm excited to hopefully i think there is a demo or an open beta for the game so maybe we'll hop on that and kind of cover the game yeah that's uh, what i'm thinking some something like this would be cool for like me and you to do like a side-by-side gameplay or something like that i thought i think that'd be yeah. something cool to do now we're down to the last two games the second to last game is yakuza like a dragon personally i have not played any of the yakuza games i saw yakuza 0 was on ps plus for free so i grabbed it but i haven't actually even downloaded it so i don't know what it's actually like but i know there's like a big following for these games i know they're like I don't, I don't want to say cult classics, but there's a, certainly a cult following to Yakuza games. I don't, have you played the Yakuza games? Uh, I played like a couple minutes of it. It's essentially um, uh, that, that game. It was Sleeping Dogs, right? That's, a, that's the right name of the game? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Sleeping Dogs and like Saints Row combined. But like... Oh, yes. Uh, Saints Row is probably a good comparison because it looks like wacky and wild. But like, here's the thing is that like... I, first off, Saints Row did, does it better. And Saints Row gets very boring because you are like this like overpowered like wacky like do whatever you want to do type of character and it just it it gets old like gta you're still you're still human you know like you're not like you're not overpowered or anything like you can get tanks and stuff like that but like even that gets boring like if you just roll around in the tank for long enough it gets boring and that's just how i feel about these games so I'm not excited yeah, about it. It's... One thing I will say, so we're still a relatively new website and everything, so it's not like we're getting handed games for free. So when we want to review a game, it's usually something that we have or we have recently bought, right? Right. So I bought Saints Row the Third on the Nintendo Switch because I wanted to review it uh, for because I've heard so many things about Saints Row and it's just something that I've always always been on my radar. And dude, I this game is like in my opinion, unplayable on the Nintendo Switch. It looks awful. Like, I like I sent gameplay to uh, Alexa to just, like, look at because I was like, this is this is wild. And she was like, that there's no way. Like, there's no way that that's the game. And it, it, it really, it's, for the most part, like, you're driving, like, simple things. When you're driving around the city, it looks like, I don't know, like, the trees have no quality and, like, <laughs> there'll be like clip-ins so like i'll be driving down a road and like a car will just appear in front of me and i'll crash into it it was it was rough yeah it was bad i, I mean did the, not like there was it. like a string of games like that like all the sports games uh i think it was nba uh 2k19 wwe 2k19 uh saints row the third yeah. i'm sure borderlands when it comes out is going to be awful on the switch and i love borderlands yeah. but i i just i just can't see it working at least right and, off I the know bat there's people that can make a comparison of like okay well why don't like you know it's the nintendo switch you can't expect like ps4 gameplay but like the witcher 3 is still like running the game like the nintendo switch runs witcher 3 perfectly like, like it's not as good looking as playing it on the playstation 4 right. or the xbox one but it's still a very, very playable game. And that's not at all the case for Saints Row Third, in my opinion. If I'm not mistaken, like early stages of the PS4, you could connect your Vita and like play like yeah. Battlefield. And like it would still mm-hmm. be perfectly fine. So like you can well, absolutely I think that one's a little bit different because I think if I remember correctly, you would still be playing it on your PS4, but it would be streaming at the same time to your PS Vita. 
Right, but that's where like the problem is is like um like frames per second, like you get that lag, just like small stuff like that. So like it's possible to have a game of high quality like playing perfectly on a portable device. So it's not it's not unheard of for that to happen. Yeah, that was just rough. But you know, <laughs> off the tangent, Yakuza like a dragon looks cool, but you know, it's just like another open world game that I personally I'm not gonna play at least for a while. I would have to like if they if they want to give us a free to... copy to play, I'll play. But I'm 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 not I'm not buying it. I think uh, if I was to sit down and be like, okay, I'm gonna play all the Yakuza games at some point, then I'd pro- probably play it, right? Because I have one, some of those phases. But like, I don't know. For for now, I think I'm just gonna stick with. Actually, I I have to finish Sleeping Dogs. I have I have it on my shelf, and it looks really cool. And I've played it a little bit of it. Fun fact. Uh, do you know Emma Stone? Yes, I've heard of her. She's um, what, what is she? She's in the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, sorry, uh, I'm joking. I know, I know who Emma Stone is. Okay, well, hey, some people don't know her, but uh, uh, yes, Emma Stone's in the game. Really? Yeah, she's a character. I did not know that. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Not, that's dogs, not talked I, about. I think I want to play Sleeping Dogs before I get to Like a Dragon. And then lastly, we have the big event, the main. The main reason why so many people watch the show, the, the reason why there's little messages in the bottom of the f- entire live stream saying stay tuned till the end for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And we got like two and a half minute trailer that didn't really show much. Wasn't gameplay. <laughs> yeah, there was no gameplay. And again, I think once I was able to put aside my excitement and two days later I went back to the stream and watched it again... I think the game looks great, and I think the trailer was really cool. I just don't think it deserved to be advertised as a gameplay look. I think there was a few seconds of gameplay, which theoretically, technically, is still gameplay. It's still a gameplay trailer, I guess. But, uh, you know, not what I was expecting on the day when I sat down on Thursday. I was not expecting it to be that fast. Right. I don't know about about you. Yeah, I... I was definitely expecting more. I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is definitely getting me excited to play an Assassin's Creed game again. Uh, just because I feel like it's very interesting subject matter. I'm interested to see how they tackle it. I just I just want more. Like, I, I want more right now. Um, I, this is another game I'm probably going to buy. Just because off the bat, it, it's gotten me excited. And I've already watched enough to where I'm like, okay, it looks good. Like, it looks like it's going to be good. It looks like it's going to be action-packed. It looks like it's going to be fun at the very least i'm not sure i can't talk to the story because we don't know anything about it yet really but i mean it is what it is i'm not i'm not one of the people that are outraged that we didn't get gameplay but it wasn't there yeah i mean i'm not i'm personally not mad that the gameplay wasn't there because i still think what i saw captured my interest like if i saw something that was not good then i'd be annoyed but what i did see i enjoyed and i was excited to see more of it and i think that's all they were trying to do I saw an interview earlier today, and I couldn't find the source of it. I just saw a screenshot of it, and it was from, I'm guessing, one of the developers talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla and the little kind of pushback that they've gotten about not really showing too much gameplay. And they kind of said something along the lines of, you can't really judge it based on what you whatever you saw. Like People are like, oh, I'm not excited for Assassin's Creed Valhalla or something, and you can't really judge the game based off of 
the few seconds that they've that they've shown. Right. And you also can't complain that the game didn't show enough because there's still like seven months left before the game comes out. You know? So you can't be mad, like it'll be it'd be you don't wanna kind of just throw all your money at, at, at one item. Or no, that's not a good example. You don't want to bust your load <laughs> at once. <laughs> and that's what they're doing. They're kind of pacing themselves. I never thought I'd use that kind of an analogy for this, but that's that's what that's the first one that came to mind. Busting so. a nut. I'm glad that was the first thing that came to your mind. Yeah. Hey, that was actually the se- technically the second one, but the first one didn't really work out. So anyway, uh, yeah, I think they're being kind of generous with what they're showing so they can kind of pace themselves until the release of the game seven months later. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not mad. They'll, you'll see more in a month or two. Um, I mean, June's typically no. Yeah, June. June's around when the conferences and stuff that they'll host, like the digital conferences, will happen. So I'm sure we'll see more then. Like they did say that at the end of the Xbox conference, they said that in late summer they'll have more news with first-party games. So that's probably when they'll show halo potential next well yeah they'll show halo the gears game and potentially another forza game because usually xbox is launched with forza yeah if i remember correctly so yeah i'm excited for that i think that hopefully by then we'll be out of lockdown so we can you know there'll be more of an interactive or it'll be more than feeling like it's a zoom call that you're just kind of a part of right I mean, even with lockdowns and stuff, they can still go and, like, do a whole presentation in a stage. They would just have to do it to no audience. Yeah, which I don't think would have been worth it, especially to, like, go through all those loopholes of trying to, you know, organize an event like that. I don't. I just don't think it was worth it. One thing I will say before we kind of carry on is just kind of some small Assassin's Creed Valhalla news that we got this week. I don't know if you included it in the show notes, but essentially Assassin's Creed Valhalla will not be as big of a world or a game as the last Assassin's Creed game, which I think is Odyssey. Because I think a lot of the complaints that people have had were that Assassin's Creed Odyssey was just too big and too kind of open. And I think this time around, they're kind of bringing it in and kind of making it tighter. Right, which I mean, overall, if that's if that's one of the only negatives you have of a game, I think you've done pretty well. So I'm fine with it. They could have left it the way it was. It just gives you more to do if you're really a big fan of the game. So to end this specific topic, the main topic for the show, let's talk about one game that you're really excited for, one game that you're not excited for, and the game that you were most expecting or to be announced that wasn't shown. Okay, so the game I'm most excited for, I've already stated it, it's probably the medium uh, I think it'll be fun. It'll be a good experience and a good game for, I think, me and my girlfriend to play over a weekend or so. Uh, so that I'm definitely excited for, just to have a game that hopefully engulfs me in a story that um, leaves me kind of with questions and have to make theories at the end of what what like what really happened, what's going to happen, what happened after the game ends, stuff like that, uh, just because that's typically how a psychological horror game leaves you. It doesn't really give you a, a cut-and-dry answer. They'll give you an ending, but it's not necessarily answering all of your questions. So I like that um, game. I wish they didn't even spend time on uh, probably dirt. I don't care for driving games. Uh, so so I, I don't care. Uh, and I was really expecting at least something 
involving Halo. I, just because that would have been ridiculous. I understand why they didn't, but but it's your blockbuster title. I feel like even if you showed the equivalent of the the helmet at the end of last E3, like people would have been like, oh, Halo, it's still doing, it's still a thing. Halo Infinite, yes, like something. It was it was a it was a pipe dream. I, I knew that that wasn't gonna happen. All right, the game that I was most excited about after the show was over is probably Valhalla. But if I'm choosing like a game that I wasn't expecting, it'd also probably be the medium. But the Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines Two was a close second. The game that I didn't care too much about, Madden Twenty One. I think that yeah, apart from me that- just not caring for. Madden, they also didn't have to waste time on it. I agree with that. Yeah, they didn't have like anything to really show. Because EA has its show. own conference coming up in a couple of weeks, I believe. Like Did at the they? end of May. Oh. Oh wow. So or or maybe it's in June. But they have a conference coming up, just like they do around E3 time, where it's like the EA play. They didn't have to waste time of like Patrick Mahomes just sitting there giving nothing. Like it did nothing. To be fair, for all we know, like this could have been like a segment from that EA set. Like maybe they recorded the interview advertisement for their event and they just kind of threw it in here, you know? Yeah, there's still a strong possibility that we will see that exact same video at the EA play. Maybe a longer one that, uh, you know, with more talking. I don't know, but... I mean, typically what they do is they'll play... just wasn't... They'll play that video and then like someone will come and be like, who's ready for some Madden 21 gameplay? And then they'll show like gameplay and new features, but... There's a strong possibility we will see that video again. I just didn't think that you had enough content there to take up any time during this already short press conference. And then the game that I was most expecting was... I wanted to see in some more Gears. I really thought that we were going to... Personally, I really enjoy the Gears franchise, so I was expecting to see some more Gears of to, to some capacity because I know that the new Gears game, not... Not the main line, but uh, there's Gears Tactics just came out, and apparently it's really good. Like it's received some really good scores. I've heard, I've heard. So good I'm things. sure like they're riding a high right now. I think I, I thought that now would be the time that they would just kind of be like, hey, like remember that game that you just played? We're gonna have the mainline next mainline game come out like this year. So be excited, you know, but, just kind of hi- hyping it up. But the thing is, is that they've already announced that Gears Five is going to be available on Smart Play. So I don't think we're getting a Gears game this year. Uh, maybe next year. Well, yeah, but well, some of those games were 2021 as well. But like, I think the Bright Memory Infinite was 2021. Oh, was it really? I didn't know it was that late. But like, something like a Dark Horse for like something like this, I would have expected. You ever play? Um, I just lost it. I just had it in my head. Uh, I I have not played it. Wow. Why can't I think of this game? It was an Xbox One launch title, uh, Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Yep. Uh-huh. I remember. I don't think that's going to happen because the team. I know they already said they weren't not. Well, they're a PlayStation team now again. Oh, they, they are. Made, they made Spider Man. Oh, that's right. Insomniac did make Spider Man. Mm-hmm. They they were pretty much a PlayStation company for the entirety of PS3 generation, and then they made that one Xbox game, and I think they made something else in between, but then they made Spider-Man again, and I think they've been kind of sticking to PlayStation now. I would love to have a second version of Sunset Overdrive, because that game was awesome. You know, if we're talking about Dark Horses, like, because yes, I do agree, Sunset Overdrive is really cool, but during the Xbox One launch titles, or one of the Xbox One launch titles was 
Rise, Son of Rome, I think it's called. Ooh, okay, yeah, and that's that another game, really good game. That game looked really, really good, and I think it showed off the Xbox One capabilities like really effectively. Yeah, I agree. That would have been a good game. The last thing I'll say is that there's rumors that the next PlayStation event will happen in mid to late June, if I remember correctly. So that's probably when they'll show what it looks more like more details yeah hopefully what the console looks like and more details in general about what the PlayStation 5 is again Xbox has been so ahead of it this 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 upcoming generation like they showed the Xbox One X in December like a, in an entire year before the console would eventually come out so they're being very proactive and I, I like you said at the beginning if they do end up doing the $100 price cut and kind of taking it on the chin just so they could push those sales, it'd be a huge push. Like it would, this would totally flip this console generation because PlayStation has run away with that would single-handedly push all the sales. I would say at least 70% of people to Xbox. Yeah, for sure. And especially on the news that Sony will be limiting how many consoles they produce for the initial launch month because right. They don't know how many it'll actually sell. They don't know what the demand will be like because of the sale price. So, yeah, I mean, if Xbox is willing to make that kind of risk, I think this could be a huge, huge year for them, or just a huge console generation for them. I mean, I think either way, people people are going to get a, a amazing console. I, I honestly don't think you go wrong with either console. So I, I'm still excited. If if Sony brings their A game, whatever this next conference is, they could they could sell me. This time around, I do want to I do want to make fun of you for a second because I was editing the last episode, and one of the things that I I remember that I didn't I for some reason didn't like register when we, when you actually said it, but when I was editing, I realized that you you said yeah the Xbox One X or Xbox Series X or the PS Five one of those consoles is what I'm gonna get for sure. And I was like, those are the only two options. What do you mean? There's, one of those always, are the there's only always the option of PC. Always. <laughs> I just found it really funny. You're just like, of all the options, of all the consoles, those are the I ones might, I'm going to get. I might pull a Dark Horse, you know, go get like a, a NES or something, you know? You don't, you don't know. Yeah. They're out I there. Mean, who knows? Maybe the Nintendo Switch Plus will be out by then. Yeah. You, you never know. Nintendo, Nintendo something. <laughs> New Game Boy. <laughs> Nintendo could, oh, Nintendo could make a push out of nowhere. You don't know. We have time. New Game Boy. This you a heard Google it Stadia. First. I can go get. I can go get a Google. I'm gonna put that on a shirt. I can go get a Google. <laughs> I can go get a Google. Now it's time for the system update. Starting with something that I'm personally very excited about. Nicholas Cage has been cast as Joe Exotic. The Tiger King scripted TV show. Do you think his name being Cage had anything to do with the casting? Holy shit, I didn't even... I just thought about that. I didn't and, process that before. <laughs> and I was like, these these clever motherfuckers. No, I just think it's because... Because the tiger's within him. <laughs> you're, you're pitching the show. Like Now, now you're like... That's how, you know, I, I can totally see that's how, a poster of Nicolas Cage with a, with a tiger. So exotic. Yeah. With it with a tiger and or no, it'll be him in a like a tiger print shirt and it'll say the, the tiger's the, within him. The tiger's within him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think this made sense because he has that same like he has the ability to be that eccentric. Have you seen Tiger King by the way? Yes. 
I, I, I think I watched I, it the, the whole thing the first day it came out. Like, before the memes know, and everything. I had no interest in the show, and every single person at work was talking about this game. Yeah, and, yeah. like, every meeting we'd have, someone would bring up, oh, man, Tiger King is crazy. And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? So I finally watched it. I could not have prepared for the absolute crazy shit that happened in the show, man. It is wild. So the the thing with Tiger King was that like there's no real like hero or like someone that you legitimately are like like wow that's a nice guy. It's so bad everyone on that show that you legitimately are like hey this guy may not have killed all these tigers and didn't attempt to assassinate this person. Like and you're kind of yeah, like on his all... side at the end of the documentary but like you read the news articles and stuff you're like wow this guy's an awful person. I think that was one of the best things about that show is the fact that they made it in a way that you don't have a side. Like you can't vote, like you can't pick for someone. I'm sure there will be people that are, you know, leaning towards one or the other. But like on the most part, like as like someone who's looking at just like what the facts that you're presented in the show, there's no one to root for there's no you know it's bad you're like i this is the person i support you know it's bad when the person i most respect of the entire show is a dude that just got out of jail for killing people because he was the most open and honest person of anyone he was like yeah these guys you know like chopped up a body and threw it on my lawn you know he's like i just went to jail for it you know he's like he's like yeah i stole stuff the guy who was like the inspiration for tony montana yeah yeah, that was crazy. You you know that that was like, that's bad. Where I'm like, this guy, I I enjoy him because he's open and honest. And he clearly cares about his animals. Like, like you know that's bad. Where I'm rooting for the guy that is like, yeah, I smuggle cocaine, kill people, you know. Yeah, I mean, again, the whole show was crazy, and I'm I'm not surprised that they are making a TV show because I think that this is like a hot time for for this or the Tiger King in general. And honestly, I'm excited for season two, if it ever happens, because the show ends on like a, not a cliffhanger, but they're like, well, there's still more to come. Like, you know, we're not done here. You know, something like that. They say that at the end of the first season. So well, they sa- I'm hoping that there's a second season. They said that the second season probably won't happen because after the show aired, most of the people that they interviewed don't want to get back on camera because they were Dude, portrayed so badly. Dude, yeah, I mean Carol Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin <laughs> killed her husband, whacked him. Yeah, <laughs> that that was. I'm sure it's not a good. Uh, it certainly didn't paint her in a right light, and plus there's a fact of just so many people now thinking that she she did absolutely fact- murdered her husband, and fed him <laughs> to a tiger. You can't convince me otherwise. Like, like it happened. It it happened. A hundred percent. How is she going to be that happy talking about her dead husband and then the one part where they interview her about uh, them attempting to kill Joe by getting one of the tigers to attack him? You're like, you probably just like put perfume or like cologne on his shoes. <laughs> Why would you know that? She's experienced. She, That's she what I'm saying. She, she a, absolutely killed that dude. 100%. Is a prerequisite in tiger, tiger murder. Yeah. She... she she knows what she's doing, and there was there was also a post where it was, uh, it was like uh, a picture of her and her current husband, where it was like I can't wait to spend the rest of his life with him. 
his? Yeah, if it were like his. I'm sure, it, like, if she was like didn't really know where the show was headed, to her then to have seen the show and be like, wait a minute, what's going on? And then I think they said that the case of it was her reopened. Death was reopened. Mm-hmm. So like, who knows? Who knows what'll happen? That'd be insane if if they if they're able to prove her guilty. It'd be crazy. That would that would be that would be insane. I and I think I'm hoping that whatever happened, like the justice is served, because there's a lot of people on that show that they they need they need they need to be yeah, put they in need jail. Something to happen. Something. They're living a life that I don't think is like clean or should be should be allowed, especially at the the rate of luxury that they're that they're in. I agree. It, it definitely brought to light like a problem that probably a lot of people didn't even really think were was a problem so i, I it, it overall was a great docuseries like yeah entertaining and, and, and informative everything you want to hit on as like a producer of something like that they got like they nailed it i mean there's a i remember i was on instagram and i saw this post of this guy with like was it instagram or me i, I don't know some social media and it was this guy with like two giant tigers leaning on his shoulders and he had his arms up and he was like feeding him milk. And I saw that post and I just kind of went like, huh, okay. And I just kind of scrolled past. And then like two days later, I watched the series, uh, the Tiger King series. And then I was back on whatever social media I saw it on. And as I was scrolling through, I saw the video again. And I was like, oh shit, now I know more about this. Let's see where he is. And I clicked on it, and I'm, from my understanding, that person is Doc Antle's son. Wow. Or like he's like related to him somehow. Like he's he's lives like he like those tigers are from Doc Antle's, you know, range or whatever it's called. Yeah. But what a yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know if this is equally as crazy or crazier. It's crazier, a hundred percent. There's not a chance this is not crazier. Tom Cruise going into space to shoot a movie. It, NASA has actually confirmed today that they will be shooting a movie inside the International Space Station. Yeah, dude. I mean, here, here we are, like in lockdown, confused as to like when anyone's going to be able to make a movie again. You know, all our favorite movies are getting pushed back because you can't shoot anywhere. There's no coronavirus in space. There's, yeah, and here we are thinking outside the globe, and let's, let's go to. Sp- I think so. I showed you Fallout for the first time. We w- we went into an empty theater room uh, when we were in college, and I played it on the big screen, and and that's how we watched it for the first time. And I'm pretty sure. I think it was when I was with you that I said. Dude, the next movie, there's there's nowhere else to go. They have to go to space. Like there's, and I said it as a complete joke. You did. Like, I, never, I, I actually like, remember that. Not a, not a chance that like they would actually do it. Like it was, out of left field. But no, apparently, apparently not. It was center field according to Tom Cruise. Yeah. That was exactly what he had in mind. <laughs> Tom Cruise, Elon Musk, and his son e equals MC squared or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> crazy yeah that's that's what it is um yeah i think i mean i'm excited for it i think have you seen the new not 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 new just any of the footage from the top gun movie that's coming out no i have not so 
you know Top Gun, right? The ob- yeah, obviously yeah. The, yeah. So for this Top Gun movie, Tom Cruise actually flies the fighter jets. Fighter jets? Fighter jets. Fighter jets, yeah. Yeah, he, he fully flies them. And the footage that you see in the movie and then in the trailers are like actually him doing maneuvers and like he like he learned all of it in order to then perform it on screen. That's insane. I mean, it's not surprising considering he did a helicopter barrel roll corkscrew maneuver and Mission Impossible Fallout, but nevertheless, it's it's just wild what he can do. Seriously, like like he he's literally going to space. Like you know how risky that is to go to space and shoot a movie. I think that goes to show, you know, a lot of people have problems with him, and I personally don't. I think he's a fantastic actor, and I think what he does for movies is like second to none right but i think that is like it shows that he wants to make a genuinely good experience for people that pay money to see his movies and i think that's something that a lot of people should and can take notes from because you know that was one of the things that if you watch the behind the scenes for mission impossible fallout they were saying how tom cruise wanted to make sure that like, they designed a new helmet so that they could see that it was tom cruise doing the the stunts so that when people were watching in theater, they knew that the risk was there, that he was doing it himself. I mean, I would want credit too. If I'm doing all this crazy stuff, I wouldn't just want it to be up to, up to doubt. You know, I want it to be very clearly me driving, flying, whatever. Like I I have to only imagine he's going to drive like a rocket or something in this movie. Like like he's, he's, he's going to do some crazy stuff. Anyway, the next bit of news is that Taika Waititi is going to direct and co-write the new Star Wars movie. Who knows? That might be in space as well. I might, <laughs> might, might bum a ride off Tom Cruise and Elon Musk to get up there. Oh, I thought you meant it like it took place in space. Oh, I thought you were yes. making a joke. No, no, no. Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, yes. I've heard Star Wars takes place in space. Uh, I feel like it's in a galaxy far, far away as well, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I haven't Google mapped it but recently. But I think it was like a long time ago, though. Yeah, a long time Wait, ago. I just realized, did, does that that make star wars like a historical fiction film yes mm, but it's not our history it's or like history fiction it's yeah like another galaxy far far away's history <laughs> we're taking star wars to a new perspective here yes it takes place uh we before a, our time we need a new ken burns documentary on star, on star wars. wars but yeah I, i'm excited for this movie i think that Taika is a great director. I think I absolutely loved Thor Ragnarok. I think Korg is one of the best Agree. characters in Marvel. Agreed. And the the fact that he's making a Star Wars movie, I mean, it makes sense because he worked on The Mandalorian. I don't know to what capacity, but I think he directed an episode, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty sure he, so, he signed it to sense. direct a couple of season two as well, which, fun fact, we're just going to throw in there. Boba Fett has been confirmed for season two of Mandalorian. Ooh. Yes, he's see again. We're we're he's been cast. I think the Mandalorian is is the real golden age. Actually, I think Disney Plus, personally speaking, has done more to the Star Wars franchise than the last than three movies. I agree. The, the new three movies because Clone Wars has also been great. That actually just just uh, had its finale. Uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. that was apparently f- fantastic. Yep, and then Mandalorian is like everyone's been very excited about it and. <laughs> I don't even want to touch on how much of a cultural impact Baby Yoda has had. So I know, baby, 
the most adorable goddamn thing in the universe or the, that galaxy. Actually, I'm going to spin off of this and give a, some news that's not on our show notes, but I think it, I do want to mention because I found out right before we started recording. But so talking about Star Wars, one of the writers for story writers for the Rogue One Star Wars story is Gary Whitta. Uh, do you know Gary Whitta by chance? No, I'm not too familiar. So he's, do you know, kind of funny? Yes. So he's, he hosts uh, quite a few episodes and he's a guest on quite a few episodes of kind of funny. And they just announced that Greg, who is, you know, one of the starters of kind of funny. Right. I'm a big fan Gary of Greg. Are doing, are collaborating on a Joker comic. Uh, I was about to say shirt, shirtless Spider-Man. <laughs> Close. But yeah, so they, there's obviously this is the 80th, the 80 year anniversary of the Joker. And, you know, to celebrate that, DC has essentially compiled a bunch of short comics from a whole bunch of different creators like Scott Snyder's involved and they're making a 100-page comic book uh, anthology series and you can get it I think it's only 10 bucks and you can get it on June 9th is what it is and yeah they Greg and Gary both wrote a story and it's called I think it's called the the kill to kill the Batman or something, something to kill the Batman or something. I don't remember the exact title, but I mean, yeah, it looks looks really cool. The anim- like they showed off some kind of small art art pieces here and there, and it looks great. I mean, the Joker of all times now is the time after the movie came out not too long ago and killed it. Was oh oh the movie? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, I thought the, you meant the character for a second. Yeah, the character just came out brand new. Never heard of him before. His this Joker guy. But yeah, it's called the Joker 80th Anniversary 100 Page Super Spectacular, and there's people like Tom Taylor and Scott Snyder involved. And check it out. Comes out June, I believe June 9th is when it was. I mean. Kind of staying in the, in a universe of superheroes and stuff like that. The X Men spinoff movie, New Mutants. I actually referenced this briefly. I just didn't give a title to the movie. Uh, was briefly available for pre-order uh, on Amazon, leaving people to believe that Disney is going straight to video on demand. That would be a complete game changer because Disney is major. Disney ninety percent of movies are Disney essentially. So if they go video on demand. AMC is not going to boycott them. They're not going to say, hey, don't come in our theater. Because guess what? They would not have a theater. Well, I think they actually announced before, didn't they, that New Mutants was going to go to a VOD exclusive. But from my understanding, that I thought it was going to be uh, straight to Disney+. Plus. But it makes more sense, I guess, financially to release it on VOD. At least for a couple because, of months. Yeah, just so that people can kind of catch up and you know make sure that they're caught up on all the because i know this movie has quite a bit of a following because it's been delayed so many times that people are like i just want to watch this movie already like just give it to me so people are kind of foaming at the mouths to watch it i mean and just I'm sure just this sure it'll do decent i wish it came out sooner because i would like to watch it a horror no x-men movie on the big screen but nevertheless yeah i'll still watch it oh yeah i'll absolutely i'll order it like it, it's it's a movie that i'm actually kind of excited about because it is kind of a unique take uh, in terms of a Disney movie that it's going to be this dark and like gritty superhero show or movie, not show, but it, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Next up is two things I'm going to wrap into one. So 
One of the things that we did this week was release a very big article about The Last of Us 2 and kind of the general discussion around The Last of Us 2. We talked about it a little bit in the last episode as well. So The Last of Us 2, uh, we have gotten some more news since last week when we uh, talked about it. Uh, so the news is that The Last of Us 2 hacker apparently got into the Naughty Dog servers, um, which they, of course, got the information of or the supposed information. We don't know if it's true. The game is not out yet. Nobody has played it aside from the people at Naughty Dog. So we do not know if this information is 100 percent true, um, just as a disclaimer. Uh, so he has gotten into the servers of Naughty Dog through an exploit in older games. So basically, uh, he utilized um, known exploits in the game to. Uh, further go into Naughty Dog servers, pull out all the information that was leaked, and then leak it. So, if if you're trying to avoid the leaks, I would strongly suggest uh, using our website uh, as kind of a, a hub for all information regarding The Last of Us 2 because we are kind of sur um, surrounding, not surrounding, we're kind of surpassing uh, all possibility of leaks by creating our own website with all of the information trailers uh, and anything that comes out involving The Last of Us 2. Uh, so that way we can control exactly what's going on, what you actually see. There's no comment section on any of the videos. There's no comment section on the actual article itself. So we're we're giving you one, one stop shop for everything Last of Us, uh, at least until the game comes out. It's been crazy since we put out that article. So, like, literally thousands of people have been going to it to try to watch the new trailers and stuff. And if you want to check that out, it will be in the show notes. But we also have another article where I essentially kind of word vomited everything I had to say about this entire situation and the general war that's going on between these two sides. So, if you again, if you want to check that out, it will be in the show notes. But there's been a new development since then which is that apparently, since a lot of the leaks were from earlier in the game's development cycle, after some play tests were done, the story actually changed after the leaks. So there is a possibility, according to certain rumors now, that the story that you see in the leaks is not actually in the game. That it's been, you know, it's an early form of the game. They've now since then changed the game significantly to where... It won't be that ending that whatever people have been reading. I've so far, you know, week two, I've stayed away from the leaks. Uh, have you seen anything? The, or no? the thing is, is that I, like I said last week, I I haven't beaten the first Last of Us. So even if I did see it, I wouldn't know exactly what it's referencing. I wouldn't pay any mind to it. But I I think that is important to note that like not only is the leaks are the leaks old, the information's old, and possibly changed. Uh, like I already stated, we didn't play the game. No one's played the game. We're not sure if this is true. But it also did not come from someone who works at sony or naughty dog so it's not someone that can easily get updated information so it's a strong possibility that the outrage that people are feeling may be over nothing that it could just be someone that has old information that has completely changed since the information was initially leaked now on this topic i actually saw a really entertaining twitter exchange yesterday so playstation tweeted out some you know new details regarding ghost of tsushima from sucker punch hype, the hype about game. the game here yeah and neil Druckmann replied to them on twitter saying i can't wait for this game it looks great you know send me an early copy or so something like that you know and then cory barlog who do you know who that is no okay so cory barlog is the director of god of war and 
He replied to Neil Druckmann and said, wait, there's... Our early copies are on the table, then sign me up. And then Neil Druckmann replied and said, uh, sorry, Corey, you, you haven't met the death threat quota for this uh, for this time, so <laughs> may, hopefully next year. <laughs> and I was very amused, you know, that they're... Well, one, they're it's to joke about getting it. death threats, but yeah, right. the fact that they're, they're kind of being kind of cordial about it, whereas it's a scary thing, I'd imagine. I mean, even us, uh, we haven't actually mentioned it in the article, but since, since uh, we've covered... The Last of Us. We've gotten some pleasant DMs. Personally, I've gotten some pleasant DMs, uh, and a f- a th- and a spoiler. But I've I've swiped it pretty fast, and I actually don't know if it's a real spoiler or if they're just kind of trying to mess with me. So, yeah, it's been it's been great being in the the f- public eye, the, the front lines this of this. We're, yeah, that's what it is. So, I mean, we're we're in the home stretch of this game finally coming out. Uh, it was supposed to come out mm-hmm. in February, I think, and has been pushed back four months or so. So, it it really is the the last stretch of time, and we're trying to get you through that time, especially the people who have not seen anything, um, whether they're true or not, um, just to keep you fresh of mind and not have to have you worry about clicking any link we have you covered um, i mean here, i've seen like people on well so i'm on i'm part of the rub, uh, subreddit i kind of like actively monitor it just to kind of keep you know finger on the pulse and there's people who said that they've gotten the story ruined for them from thumbnails on youtube well i mean I, that's I, insane i told that story last week that it was ruined in the comments of a porn so i mean it really you're not safe when a game of this caliber is out and there's leaks and spoilers out people will do it because people naturally i shouldn't say people in general there's some people out there that just have this instinct that they want to bur- see the world burn and they want to yeah. see people unhappy so they will put it wherever they need to where people will see it and like we covered this topic you know and we have two articles that have done really well on our website talking about it but i think one of the key differences is that we're on the complete opposite side like where we've we're good we're good versus our, evil. Our, our idea isn't to sensationalize it and as much as we talk about it it's not to discuss the leaks it's not to kind of badmouth the game uh, or you know create drama that well there's already enough drama it's not to create more drama around it it's just kind of being very kind of you have to be careful at this time to you know what you say and what you don't and it's, we're a, it's essentially a psa where we are doing yeah, a service announcement be careful i mean even i'm not sure what people would even comment on the comments of the podcast because i do know that there are some services that allow you to do so i'm sure that they'll be there if people listen to it and they're like what these people don't want to know it boom they're about to get a notification about a comment i just put so yeah i mean like that's the thing like i anywhere uh, it can be ruined the first one that I, the first dm that i got it was it was it was cursing me out and so i was like i'm not even gonna open this because like because i saw the start you know of the message right so you, like, you knew it wasn't gonna, gonna get better from there yeah, I'm like, they're not going to say, oh my god, you're awesome, just right. joking. They're, they're not just going to be like, hey, dude, go fuck yourself, but I appreciate everything you're doing and I love you to death. Yeah. That's not how it goes. <laughs> as much as I would have hoped that, that that's what they actually said, but yeah. So, it's been crazy. Hopefully, everyone stays safe. And, you know, we're, I think we're gonna, <laughs> this is going to be a recurring segment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about if we've been ruined or not every episode until the game comes out. So, that's going to be... Uh, they want to keep doing for the rest of this series i mean these these people really they they think that that they're like 
they're cool or something they might be overcompensating you know like people pe people saying <laughs> you like this transition so far um dude I, I, it's great <laughs> that they're overcompensating you know some people when they're angry people say that they have a small dong you know where you don't have to worry about that in cyberpunk 2077 you are able to customize your genitals in that game what a what what a way to, to turn what a sentence. it what a way so uh i mean they're avoiding all controversy because they're just like hey you can you can do your thing yeah literally you want you want a 30 inch slung go ahead go for it you want to start the game out with a hammer go for it you know that's yeah i mean again i don't know how this game is when it's going to come out um but obviously cd project red has had a great track record you know pretty much similar to what naughty dog has had with in terms of like just critical success on games so I'm excited to see what they do, but they do some bold decisions, man. I'm excited for Cyberpunk. Like it looks like it's going to be a good game. Um, they talked about, I'm not sure how much it's progressed, but like a fully destructible environment that like stays destroyed. So like, I, oh, I didn't, I did not hear about that. That was like probably like years, like a year ago, maybe a couple, a year and a couple months. But like that was something that was in talks about, and I, I I haven't done any research since. But like I just gradually go with the flow, and if I see something, I'm like, wow, I'm going to read this. But Cyberpunk, so, 20 so you're telling me that Cyberpunk 2077 is runs on Frostbite? Yeah, doesn't it? No, no. I was about to say. Wait, no, they ha they have their own thing. They CD Projekt yeah. Red has their mm -hmm. own thing. That's right. It's just because the only thing that Frostbite is like pushes every time is like destructible environments the walls disappear but yeah I'm, I'm still excited for the game and i think that they did a half hour gameplay reveal yeah on like youtube or something mm -hmm. dude that shit was crazy i was a, i was super involved and i was like this is a 30 minute gameplay of of a game that i'd imagine is you know, tens of hours long yeah and i i can only imagine that they're going to make this world so so fun to be in that even when you beat the story there's going to be side missions and stuff and even after you beat that you're going to still want to hang out and just see the environment around you like i, I can only I imagine this is going to be the new console generations gta 5 because yes there's been so many people that still play gta 5 like millions of people still play GTA. i was just 5, playing it I before think... we started this actually i because I, I oh well yeah i've, I've so... been seeing so much of like the green versus purple alien gang so i was like oh, i was like yes, let me see I've if this that. is true and i like went to like a gun store and was like buying guns and got smacked with a bat so it's 100 percent true uh <laughs> it's it, yeah. it's happening out there yeah i mean the game stays relevant for what like seven years it's since it's been out so I think that's the, I think that's what this game will be for this upcoming console generation. Like everyone will be playing Cyberpunk 2077 until inevitably when GTA 6 comes out in like 10 years or whatever. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna be crazy when GTA comes out again because it's gonna happen all yeah, over. I it's think gonna there's be the some exact big same games thing. that are coming out this next console generation because you have obviously you have GTA 6. Uh, obviously we have Cyberpunk 2077. And then you also have Elder Scrolls Six, uh -huh. right? yeah, Elder Scrolls Six. So there's going to be some huge games. Like a lot of people who've been waiting years for these games will be finally able to play it. Elder Scrolls is going to be another one that's going to going to kill it. it that's going to be probably one of the most pre-ordered games. I'm just hoping. 
I'm hoping that Cyberpunk won't turn into Destiny, like how everyone was really hype about Destiny or Watch Dogs. Oh, speaking of Destiny, Destiny 2 will be on the next gen PS5 consoles. Yeah, I've signed And Xbox that. One X. Or, God, Xbox Series X. I wonder, um, I wonder but, if it's still going to be free, if it's going to be a free to play game. I hope so. I would hope so. I played as well. it a little bit once it was free, and it was pretty fun. I, just, I bought they, it like I a chump. Personally, played the first game first, and I like it more just because I've had better experiences with the first Destiny, but it's still a good game. It's still solid. I just don't really care to go back to it. I wish it had more of a kind of a, a narrative structure. I think that then I'd play it more, but as it sits now, I'm just not that, that into it. Yeah, I agree with that. I haven't touched it since I uh, beat it like three times when it first came out. But anyway, that is it for the show. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Uh, just be careful out there. Careful out there. Both both in terms of the game and also... Just life. Because... Just life. Yeah, yeah. wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And then for YouTube comments, wear an eye, eye uh, blind. I don't know what they're called. What are they called? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what you said. Blindfold? Is Blindfold. That's exactly what I was looking for. I don't know why I said eye blind. <laughs> it's it's the it's coming up with new products it's, it's, it's apple's product yeah the 700 dollar add-on i blind to using an iphone anyway uh that is all stay safe out there uh before we end it i just want to give a few shout outs of course greatwayandco.com which, by the way, a cool fun fact, you can actually listen to the latest episode of the show, whatever it is, you know, episode 5, 10, whatever we get to. You can watch it on our website and or listen to it on our website right from the website. So you don't even have to click off the website. You can just listen to it there. So if you check into the website often, you can always check on the latest episode there. Of course, the episode is available on all the streaming platforms. We'll get Google fixed soon hopefully but you know google spotify itunes it's everywhere so if you could if you enjoy the show then leave a good rating it would help us out a lot and uh, subscribe on you know all the platforms anything else no have a good day well that's it thanks for listening and we'll see you next time